Uh, I thought today uh, we, we are in, uh, approaching the um, Christmas holidays. Okay, we're approaching the Christmas holidays. Excellent. A couple of couple more people are excited. And, um, and you know when you prepare, I prepare, prepare a talk and you think, actually, is this just for me? So if it is just for me, I'm really sorry. Um, but I find sometimes the Christmas break uh, not always easy. Um, and there's, you know, it depends on what sort of year we've had. It depends on what's going on. Depends on how tired I am. Uh, all, all of those things. Uh, there's, there's raised expectations for Christmas. There's challenges. Uh, we have to sort of spend all that time with each other's family, um, and uh, all of that. It's all right. It's okay. Um, that's my family. Um, and uh, you know, and it can be a challenge. So today, I am going to give you a survival kit for the Christmas holidays. Uh, and I hope that's okay. Uh, and I, and I realise that I might be speaking this to myself, and all of you are thinking, Jim, what are you talking about? Christmas holidays are brilliant. No need for survival kits. Uh, if so, just you know, humour me, bear with me. Uh, but here is my survival kit for the Christmas holidays. And the first thing to consider in any survival situation, uh, which I'm sure we've all found ourselves, um, you know, uh, stranded on a desert island or, or whatever, in a survival situation, we have to assess and figure out our surroundings. Uh, what are the challenges in these surroundings? What, what are we uh, dealing with to survive uh, this situation? So what are we dealing with to survive and thrive and have a really great Christmas with our Christmas uh, holidays? And, and I, think, I think we've got to acknowledge some stuff right? as, as we kick off. Because um, life can just be busy, can't it? We're just doing life, doing life, doing life. And, and sometimes we have to pause and reflect and kind of consider what's going on. And, and there's been loads of talk about this, but, but I, I think we've, you know, as we consider our, our survival surroundings, our Christmas holidays, um, you know, what sort of year have we had? Uh, what sort of um, couple of years have we had? And, uh, you know, we've been through a pandemic. I don't know if you spotted that, uh, noticed that. And, uh, and, and you, you, have the, you look at the, the stats, and, and we're, we're just used to daily seeing this number of people died, this number of people died. Uh, we're, used to, we're used to seeing some pretty bleak stuff. And then, and then, and then we're also used to, way we're out of lockdown. Oh, we're back in lockdown. Way we're out of lockdown. We're back in lockdown. Way we're out of lockdown. Plan B, what? Um, and uh, and, and it, I just think we have to acknowledge that that takes its toll on us. That, do you know what I mean? I, I, think, I think we have to acknowledge that the whole planet uh, is, is, I would I, I, I think this, I don't want to be a doom and gloom guy, but I think the whole planet is dealing with a little bit of stress and anxiety. Do you know what I mean? Some of this is exciting for Christmas. Uh, you will look really excited by this talk already. Um, uh, but it's the truth, and I think we have to sort of acknowledge that and consider that. And I think the other thing we have to acknowledge when we get into Christmas um, is, that, is that some, you know, I'm sure you lot are fine, but sometimes we have Christmas holiday particularly, we raise our expectations up, uh, and we've, tr- we've got to try and live this expectation, and actually that ends up causing grief and pain and arguments and strife and all of that stuff. Am I... Am I Communicating, do you know what I mean? Does, does this anybody's experience? There's a man smiling at me over there. Um, do you know what I mean? We, we have to acknowledge uh, that for some, Christmas is a lonely time. 
um, because uh, for some we're sitting looking at Christmas and we're looking at everybody else having a jolly nice time and we're on our own or, or we're struggling or, or whatever. So we just have to kind of acknowledge uh, this, this unreal hype of Christmas um, can, can actually be unhelpful and, and uh, difficult for us. It's a time where we do spend time with our families, we have more time together uh, and it's a great time to be with our families um, at, at, you know, but of course there can also be strife with that. Some families like to have lots of food and cook loads of food and who's in that category? Who's, who are the over-caterers amongst us at Christmas time? Yes, uh, others of us think, uh, you know, and then, and then there's usually somebody in that household saying, why are you cooking all this? We don't need all of that stuff. Uh, but they jolly well eat it anyway. Um, and, and, th- and there's all of that. And then there's the, right, for Christmas, we have to travel the whole entire length and breadth of the UK, visit every person that we possibly know. Uh, and then somebody else in that household is saying, I want to stay at home. <laughs> Can we just not stay at home? So there's all of that going on, and there's these expectations and pressures, and and, and the media and the TV is showing you very beautiful families, very beautiful people enjoying beautiful Christmases. Uh, whoever has, I think you mentioned this, whoever has the Christmas dinner that the Marks and Spencers advert shows you? <laughs> whoever has that kind of table? I don't know. Uh, when the turkey is glistening and glowing and there's so many things on the table and we're shown these ideal, perfect Christmases and we can never quite measure up to them. That, anyway, um, this is how I feel. Sometimes heading into Christmas holidays, bar humbug. Um, and, uh, and I thought it'd be good to, to just think, well, how do, we, how do we get through this and enjoy it? And, and not just, you know, a good survivalist won't be talking about just not dying. <laughs> uh, they'll be talking about thriving uh, and, and having a good old time. So I've got some props today. Um, so a good survivalist will have a compass. So here I have a compass. Um, look at that, props, and there are no kids. I'm just, I feel like, I feel like I've made it. Uh, sorry? Well, that's a good question, Julie. Um, the bottom line is a compass. I particularly like, you know, I used to love playing with the compasses, and, and I particularly like, uh, what, you know, that they, that they stay level. I mean, you can, I mean, you know those ones on the boats? Uh, that, that are designed in such a way that no matter what the boat's doing, the compass is always level and it's always pointing north. Um, and uh, I just think it's a good picture for us to think, well, you know, there's storms and there's waves and there's buffets and there's stuff going on and there's trials in life. And, and, and many of us have had, actually, you know, aside of all kind of COVID-y kind of related things, it's, some of us have had some tough times as we're approaching this holiday. Um, and and we, we sort of need to find a way to centre ourselves, stay balanced, and stay pointing north. Do you know I mean what is what is our centre? What is that? What is our north? Um, you know that we need to we need to rediscover. And I I, I think sometimes we don't rediscover our centre until we pause and reflect, and we stop. So we have a great opportunity. I know some of, us, some of us won't have such long holidays, and forgive me if this is uh, just reminding you that you've got work and everyone else is on holiday. Um, but but what, how do we pause, step back from the, the ups and the downs and the, the busyness of life and, and remember, okay, what is my north? What is my centre? What, what, what am I all about? 
And uh, I, I want to encourage us as we, as we um, enter into um, this holiday time to, to give yourself some space. And, and I don't know what you do to give yourself space. Do you know what I mean? Do you, know what I mean? I, I, do you go for a walk? Do you uh, read a book? Do you, do you go and have a coffee and sit and relax? It doesn't matter, but what matters is that you, that you step back and you just say, how am I doing? How's, how's my soul? What are, what are the things that, are, that have been good in my life this year? What things have been hard? Um, and, 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 you know, does it, is, is, it, is it about, um, some people like to journal, do you, do you want to get a book out and do a longer journal, an end-of-year journal, and say, this is how I'm doing. This is, this is what's going on in my life. Um, and, and just be real about it. Face some of the challenges. Reflect on them. Uh, because life is just... Isn't it? You've just got to get off the merry-go-round sometimes and, and stop and say, what's going on? How am I actually doing? The, the Proverbs uh, 4, one of my favourite... Uh, Proverbs, and I think it's such a helpful verse. It says, Proverbs 4.23 says, Above all else, guard your hearts, for it is the wellspring of life. Um, you know, and, and, and I don't know if this, this translation says the wellspring of life, because everything you, um, you do flows from it. Uh, so above all else, guard your heart, because, because everything comes from that place. Uh, and so as you're, as you're leaving uh, 2021 and entering 2022, how is your heart doing? Do you know what I mean? And, and even the, all the COVID stuff and the ups and downs of COVID can leave us like questioning. I don't know about you, but, but the, you know, Boris Johnson telling me what I can and can't do, I've not enjoyed that experience. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And, and, and actually, in my faith, my, you know, I've, I've had to ask some questions, and, I, and I've, to, I've got to be real with myself and say, all of this stuff going on, these restrictions, these seasons of not being able to sing in church, not even being able to gather, you kind of think, God, what are you doing in that? And, it, and it's, it's just important that we acknowledge those questions and ask those questions, because there are always answers. God gives us answers. God speaks to us. God leads us. Uh, but sometimes we can be so kind of fearful of asking the question, so fearful of acknowledging, do you know what, I'm a bit cheesed off about it. Some of us have had ill health this year. I'm, God, I'm a bit cheesed off about it. You know, where are you? It's good, it's good actually sometimes to say, God, where are you? Because sometimes we, 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 we lose him, don't we? Do you know what I mean? And I think, it's, I think it's good and honest. The Psalms are really honest, aren't they? In Scripture, really honest. My God, I mean, the one that Jesus quotes on the cross, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Somebody wrote that and they were feeling pretty cheesed off that day. <laughs> aren't they? Do you know what I mean? Like, but if we stand up, just imagine if somebody get a, a, a contribution this morning, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? You might think, all right, chill out. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Calm yourself down. Actually, that's sometimes how we feel, isn't it? Where are you, God, in this? I feel alone. I feel helpless. It's when we cry out to him that he hears our cry and that we, he comes and ministers to us. Um, and, and sometimes we're afraid to cry out to him. Sometimes we're afraid to say, God, I'm struggling with this because we feel like we're not allowed to struggle. 
You know, like it's, it's against the rule. I'm a Christian. I've got to be jolly. Well, no, there's a whole book on lamentations. There's a whole book of grumpiness. <clears throat> do, do you know what I mean? So it's, it is okay to acknowledge the struggles. Is this okay? Or is it just me that's feeling grumpy? I don't know. Maybe it is. Um, but but um, so above all else, guard your heart for it is for the stuff of life comes from it. So I want to encourage you to, to, to give yourself some space in these next week or so. You know what I mean? Get away somewhere. Go for a walk or do something. Get some time on your own and write down or, or talk to somebody about this is what's going on in my life and these are my struggles. These are my strengths. These are the things that are going well. Uh, I want to switch busyness off for a minute. Do you know what I mean? College work, uh, uh, the projects I'm working on. You know, for me, I've been working on this project, and I'm really knackered. (laughs) Really, it's it's a big project, this building project, and I'm tired. And I've just got got to acknowledge that and say, well, I need to step back and just, God, will you feed my soul? Will you minister to me? I just want to acknowledge I'm struggling a bit on some things. Um, Come in, help me. Is that all right? And it helps us point to north. Uh, right, next survival um, tip. Uh, every survivalist knows what one of these is. Um, yes, <laughs> burning the building. So that's exciting. Ooh, there we go. Um, uh, what is it, does someone say? It's to light a fire, of course, isn't it? You, you, do you know what I mean? If you, you might take a box of matches with you, but then it might rain and your matches get wet and they're no good. Whereas this will work in the wet. All right? Um, so that's good. I mean, you need some dry kindling for it to take a spark and all of that sort of stuff. Um, so what, what is that about? Uh, you know, a, a fire in, in a survival situation, um, you know, not only helps you to boil water or something like that, or it helps you to um, cook your food or to feel warm at night, um, there is something about the morale, there's something about the warmth, the, the warmth for your soul that a fire gives, isn't there? Who loves looking at a fire? Do you know what I mean? There's something really soothing about looking at a fire, uh, and this may be a tenuous link, uh, but the fire, the, the, that warmth, that warmth of the soul, I think is love. Uh, uh, 1 Corinthians 13, uh, 13 says this, Now these three remain, faith, hope, and love, but the greatest of these is love. So for our survival kit, for our Christmas holidays, we need love. I can't think of that verse, I have to say it, I can't think of that verse without thinking of a family in Uganda um, that um, the wife who's a Christian named two of the children and the husband who's a non-Christian named one of the children. And so the first two were named by the wife, Faith, Hope, and then the third one was Derek. Uh, So (laughs) they've got three children, Faith, Hope, and Derek, and the greatest of these is Derek. Uh, uh, But... um, uh, uh, brilliant. Um, so, so um, but the greatest of these is love. And, and as we gather as families, as we, as we get together, as we, as we enjoy Jesus' birth, as we enjoy what Christmas is all about, we can enjoy each other. And I want to encourage us um, to, to build on a foundation in our holidays, in our families, the people that we interact with, build on a foundation of love. Love one another. Submit to one another. Uh, be kind to each other. I know this sounds, this sounds obvious stuff, doesn't it? But um, earlier in that passage uh, in, in Corinthians, it's the, it's the famous wedding uh, passage. And love is patient, love is kind, love does not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud, it does not dishonour others, it is not self-seeking, it is not easily angered, 
Uh, it keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices in truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always preserves. And uh, let's build Christmas time in our family time on the foundation of love, right? So by that I mean, if you're the one that wants to stay at home and the other one wants to travel, well, you've got to find a bit of compromise, haven't you? Do you know what I mean? You've got, to, you've got to find a way to... If you, if you love someone in your household, um, the way that you d- express that practically is you find out what they like and you facilitate that. I mean, I know this is rocket science. I know some of you are thinking, wow, how does he know this such wisdom? Uh, but actually, do you know what? If you deliberately do that this Christmas, you'll have a jolly great time. But sometimes when we're tired and we come to holidays, we're just thinking of yours truly, aren't we? And then we have a jolly miserable time, actually, because do you know what? When we think of yours truly, we never really get our needs met. Have you noticed that? Goes, oh, they haven't noticed. They haven't noticed that I want this. Uh, why didn't they put more f- filling in the mince pies or whatever it might be? Um, do, do you know what I mean? Whereas, actually, if we'd say, do you know what? I'm here to love my family, or the people that I'm spending time with this Christmas. I'm, that, I'm here to love them. So what, what is going to make their Christmas... A really great time. And, and if we all do that, we will enjoy the warmth uh, of, a, of a great holiday season. Are you, are you, are you following me? Uh, right, okay, third one. Uh, there is no walk or, you know, the only way that Josephine ever got us to go on walks uh, is this, this stuff, Kendall mint cake. Um, I mean, it's just the bee's knees. Um, and uh, for COVID reasons... Uh, I can't. Um, well, I can't. I can't share it with you. I was going to eat some myself, but I can't even break it. Um, but um, you, we need we need sustenance, don't we? Uh, in, in a survival situation, we need sustenance. Uh, and surviving the Christmas uh, holidays, uh, we we need to feed our souls. Uh, and uh, you know, it, there's normal day. There's normal life stuff where we're feeding our souls, and I trust you all doing that and getting up in the mornings. Uh, opening your Bibles, say, Jesus, speak to me today. Or if you, before you go to bed, open your Bibles, Jesus, speak to me. Uh, however you do it, trust you're doing that. Trust you're giving, your, giving time in your daily routine to spend time with him, to open scriptures, to feed your soul on the word of God and to hear what he wants to say. Matthew uh, uh, 4, 4, Jesus said this, it is written, quoted, uh, where did he quote? I think it was, I can't remember, somewhere. Uh, Man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. And there's something about when we have a holiday, when we take time out, there's an opportunity to particularly hear God speak to us. Do you know what I mean? Particularly hear. He's always speaking to us. But when we have a holiday, when we step back, when we, when we turn off the busyness of life for a short time, uh, then he, he, he particularly draws near and he particularly speaks to us. Uh, and uh, we could miss that, though, couldn't we? Do you know what I mean? Because we're feeding our soul with other stuff. Do you know what I mean? The Christmas movies. All of that's brilliant. The crackers, the Christmas movies. The, brilliant. Love it. Going to be there. Going to be doing all of that. Um, but also, I want to take some time to, to feed my soul on, on Scripture, on what God's saying. What's he, what's he saying to me? And we could do that in a variety of ways. Um, I don't know. How, how, how do you, if you, you know, really, when you, how do you, give me, let's have some shows of hands. How do you feed your soul on God? What, what do you do? What works for you? Listen to um, some worship music. 
Yeah, who's with Julie on that one? Listen to some worship music, get into that. Yeah, well, let's make sure we do it. Let's make sure we give ourselves a bit more time. We've got a bit more time. Those of us on holiday, if you're, if you're, in the, if you're a medic or something like that, I'm really sorry because you've not got so much holiday, but you will have some holiday at some point. Um, worship music, any, any, anybody else? Anything else? Pattern of daily prayers, anyone else with that one? Daily, pattern of daily prayers, daily Bible reading. So following a thing. Uh, how many people have started one in January? And <laughs> well, I've done that a few times. Uh, not my thing, that, but it, it is others. Um, so, so, you know, get into it. Do that. Feed yourself on the word of God. Uh, anybody else? Any others? Sing and pray in tongues. Good yeah, good Very good one. Do you know what I mean? Um, so anybody else do that? Anyone else? That's the thing. It's your thing. Nods over there. Yeah, yeah. Great. Sing praise to God. Sing praise to God. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So where where do you do that? Where is it in? In the house. In the shower. In the yeah yeah, yeah all of that. No, it's just sat, it's in the kitchen. Kitchen. Good acoustics. Um, I, do you know what I mean? Uh, the car for me. The car. And when I'm driving the car, that's when I bellow it out. And, uh, and uh, you know, no one can hear because it's not, it's not great sound. Listening to one of your sermons, Jim. Listening to one of Jim Harper's sermons. <laughs> Who does that? Oh. <laughs> okay. Um, could somebody put their hand up? It's just, you know, Naya, can you just put your hand up? Yeah, yeah, well done, Naya. Um, uh, so, so, but, but actually listening to a talk, listening, there's so much content online, isn't there? So much great content. And you've got to sift through it because sometimes there's some not so great uh, content. But there's so much online, particularly now. Everyone's, everyone's putting everything online uh, in their church. So you can, you can go to some great churches. I mean, we're a great church, but you can get some better ones online every now and again. Um, <laughs> just, to, just to pop in, do you know what I mean? And, and you can listen to some great content. But... But I find it feeds me when I listen to a talk. Sometimes, right, sometimes I find it not so easy to keep opening the scriptures. Anybody get sometimes a bit, oh, I don't know what to read, I'm, I'm a bit stuck, I'm struggling where to go. Uh, so I'm, we have to keep doing that, okay? There's no excuse to not do that. I encourage you to keep doing that. But actually sometimes listening to a sermon or something online can just kick us back in and just really strengthen us and encourage us. Um, I'd encourage this as well, you know, I'm not, I'm not a book reader. Anyone read books? Anyone uh, use that? And that's a feeding of your soul thing to do. Um, I, I try, I don't read books, I discovered Audible. I'm, I'm dyslexic, not very good at reading, so I discovered Audible. And, uh, and I found I can read books now. I mean, I can't, I'm not reading them, I'm listening to them. But actually, finally, I can read a book and actually take it in, because I'm, I'm just not good at reading. Uh, whereas if I listen to it, I take it all in. Uh, so Audible, and uh, I want to encourage one, a particular book that I've not read, <laughs> um, but I've read the sequel to the book. So, so the sequel to this book is um, Dirty Glory. Um, I did the rounds a couple of years ago. Uh, a really strong book, uh, and, I'm, and I'm, my, my Christmas book for this year is going to be Red Moon Rising. Anyone read that? One. Excellent. Uh, well, I, I, do you know what? I want to encourage, by Pete Gregg, I want to encourage as many of us as possible to get that book and read it. And it will fuel, if you notice in the notice, that in the new year, there's going to be quite a lot of worship, prayer, seeking God. Um, and you, you cannot help if you read that book, I, I'm told, but, but I know that the sequel you know, is more of the same. Um, so you cannot help but to be inspired to seek God and to pray by reading that book. 
Okay? Who's going to go and get the book now this Christmas holiday? Red Moon Rising by Pete Gregg. Sorry? Um, anyone going to like listen to the talk and actually do something about it and, and read the book this Christmas? Anyone going to do that? Oh, please, somebody. No, put your hand up again. Uh, yes. Come on. I, I, I want to invite you and encourage you to do it because I think it will fuel. I, I, feel, like, I, I feel like God's on it for us as a church. I want to encourage you. Get the book. Read it. Okay? Who's going to read it? All right. Okay. Oh, hard work. Uh, okay. Um, but feed our soul. Feed your soul. Let me, let me go to the next one, the final one. You'll be pleased to know. Um, again, I would give this out, but COVID. <laughs> hmm? Leanne bought these, but I'm going to touch them now, so I'm going to have to eat them. Uh, oh, look at this guy. Okay. Okay. Uh, it's a snake, everybody. Uh, and uh, and it's, you can eat it, and I'm going to. Um, but um, uh, any, any survival situation, there will, be, there will be creatures, there will be stuff that wants to hurt you, right? It might be particular brambles and thorns, it might be snakes, might be you know, spiders, um, you know, might drink some water that's dodgy and you get ill, all of that. There's always stuff that's out to get you. And, and the truth of it is, of course, in our Christian life, it's always stuff to, that's out to get us. There's, there is an enemy of our souls uh, that is out to get us. And, uh, you know, and I, and I think it's important that we acknowledge that. And actually, who finds, be honest now, who finds holiday times some of the worst times for the enemy particularly attacking and just suggesting some sins? Anybody find that? Uh, um, uh, it's, it, it is often the case when we rest, when we, when we like, we're... we're we're not campaigning, we're not at war, we're not, you know, taking the gospel to the nations. Have a little bit of a break. The enemy just wants to whisper some stuff in our ears. Um, and, uh, and, and that's when we sometimes are at our most vulnerable to his suggestions, um, temptations, and accusations, and so on. And, uh, and not much to say, uh, apart from we just need to acknowledge it. We just need to acknowledge that the enemy wants us to not thrive. Um, and... Uh, uh, Matthew, uh, sorry, James 4 uh, verse 7 says submit yourselves then to God resist the devil and he will flee I want to encourage you that, to just be conscious of what's the enemy wanting to do this Christmas holiday is he wanting to divide is he wanting to disrupt is he, wa- is he wanting to knock you off track is he wanting to discourage you what's he up to resist those things uh, and declare your belief and, and, and your submission to God. I hope that's okay. There's a survival kit. I'm going to enjoy eating the uh, mineral, uh, what's it called, Ken, Kendall mint cake and the, and the snakes. Um, but I want to pray for us uh, right now as we um, just get ourselves ready for, for a nice bit of a break. Yeah, Jesus, we do thank you, uh, God, for these opportunities, uh, God, to enjoy each other's company, uh, God, to enjoy holiday, enjoy Christmas, uh, and all of those things, uh, God. And I, and I do pray uh, that as we seek you, as we draw near to you, as we give time to you, as we centre our souls, as we, uh, God, as we uh, seek to grow in love for you and for each other, uh, God, as we um, nourish ourselves on your word, uh, God, would you be amongst us? Would you... Uh, feed us. Would you lead us? 
would you comfort us, God? For those of us that are just tired and need a break, God, would you give us good rest? God, I pray for all those that just don't have what we have. Pray for those that don't that feel lonely at Christmas, that Josephine was praying about earlier on. God, would you enable us, God, to be family to people? Uh, God, we do pray for uh, just, just that sense of your presence in our homes this Christmas time. In Jesus' name. Amen.